Welcome to Girl Gang, the podcast. I'm your host, Amy Will, and the founder of GirlGangTheLabel.com. Hi, my name is Megan Belfiore, and I'm the founder of Wear Nyla, and you're listening to Girl Gang, the podcast. I originally am from New York, um, so growing up there, I was always surrounded by fashion and just loved it all, but I, um, while I was in college, during the summers, I interned at like amazing fashion companies um and that's kind of how I got the feel of like I've always wanted to be a buyer like so many girls um in the industry and then I could not handle the weather and decided to move to Los Angeles and with doing that knowing you know what an incredible company Revolve was I mean I always shopped on Revolve it was you know my top destination so um knowing that I applied and was got an interview pretty fast and got a job offer within um, two weeks of living in Los Angeles to be on their buying team. So that was like literally a dream. I only have had a buying internship before that. So it was my first job essentially because everything else was an internship and nothing else was in the buying department. So it was really cool to see like how a major company like that um, did basically bought all of their clothes. Um, so that was pretty amazing. I could honestly tell you that when I was at Revolve, I thought I found my job for the rest of my life. I mean, that was my goal as any girl, I'm sure, who's working in fashion right now is to work for a top company like that. Um, so I thought that was it for me. Um, but, you know, being new to Los Angeles, I, um, you know, I was all over the place too at the same time. So, I um, never quite thought I would ever open my own company because I was still adjusting to that lifestyle too. So that was another factor where I actually never thought about opening a company. Um, But growing up, my dad was an entrepreneur. He opened his own company. So I think that like mindset was always with me, um, learning from him and different things like that, seeing like it is possible to start a business and succeed. But fear definitely always prevented me from thinking I would ever do it. But I got, I was dealing with a lot of health issues, um, kind of the middle to end of when I was working at Revolve. And unfortunately, I had to like step away from my job completely uh, for about six months, I would say. I had to take off and just kind of focus on that whole aspect. Um, And we left on amazing terms and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I had to really focus on myself at that point. And then after that, is when I started to go on job interviews. I mean, that was the next step. You get back in the job market and you start. And I interviewed for a boutique type company and had an amazing job offer pretty much right away when I started interviewing. And um, it just didn't feel right because it felt like coming from where I've already been, it just it didn't sit right. So I went to dinner with my um, parents uh, yeah, with my parents and my roommate at the time. And my dad turned around to me and was like, so when are you going to do this? Uh, when are you going to open your own company? So something we talked about, but not until that moment did I actually think it was something that I was actually going to do. So it really just like came on you. You never, you didn't grow yeah. up thinking maybe subconsciously how you're saying, cause you like yeah. saw it growing up, but mm-hmm. that wasn't like, this is the end all. Like these other jobs are a facilitator to that. Yeah, no, I never thought I would be owning a business. I definitely thought of different things that would be a really cool business to run or a cool, you know, direction to go. But essentially, I thought that I wanted to work my way up in someone else's company. Um, Not because it wasn't that I didn't want to. I just didn't believe I could. And now, 
you're here. We're sitting here. You've started this. So what were those next steps that happened after that conversation with your parents? And then (laughs) figuring out like what you were going to do, the name of it, kind of take us through those beginning phases of when all those ideas are sparking. Yeah. Wow. Um, It was only a year and a half ago and it feels like a lifetime. (laughs) But I guess my family has been very, very involved in this whole process. Um, So actually, I got the name of the company from my brother uh, because him and my sister-in-law, who my sister-in-law works with me, um, they were thinking, I think about either a company or children's names. I'm not really sure. (laughs) But, you know, combining the two coasts, because we are such a bi-coastal family, um, was always, like, the mindset, I guess, for a name. Um, something that, like, described who I was, in a sense. I wanted it to be. So he just threw out the name Nyla, and I was like, or uh, Lainey, which would be the opposite. And, um, you know, we were laughing, but I was like, wait, that kind of actually, we could do something with this. And um, obviously we put wear in front of it because of the clothes. So that was a really interesting experience. It, like, happened so, like, random it's just a conversation you start having with your family. And you're like, whoa, okay, now we have a name. All right, I guess I'm going to do this. <laughs> and then uh, from there, you know, they were all talking about it, honestly, more than I was. And they were more, like, getting into the idea. And I was still, I think, in denial a bit that I was going to, like, this wasn't just a joke. Like, it actually was becoming real. Um, and so I started reaching out to lawyers and, you know, everything you do to set up a business, essentially. And from there, I was like, okay, wait, this is really real. I'm actually doing this. And um, I still was so doubting myself, I think. And um, I read the book, uh, How to Be a Badass, and one of my favorites. And for some reason, it was like that was the final straw to kind of launch me. Um, And I decided, all right, let's do this. And that was that was it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And now you're here. Sometimes it just takes, I love that book too. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I just think it takes like, even just like an inspirational quote that hits you the right way to get out of your own way and be like, what am I doing? I can do this. Oh, absolutely. I think that like we, our minds get in our, in our way all the time. So I think kind of, it helped me kind of step outside of the situation and look at it from another way, I think. Um, and realize, okay, why am I saying I can't in a sense? Mm-hmm. Um, and now, so you're a year and a half into it. Um, I'd love to talk about what are some unexpected challenges that you've faced over this last year and a half since starting the company and mm-hmm. tips on overcoming them. Because I think a lot about being a founder, no matter how much you read, how much mentorship you get, there's always going to be unexpected challenges. So if you can touch yeah. on any you've experienced or just something that was maybe like a little more difficult than you thought and advice on continuing continuing the grit to push forward. Yeah. Um, I mean, entrepreneurship, as you know, is crazy. And when you think you know what you're getting into, you have no idea. Um, I think that's been the biggest theme through all of it is just, I thought I was essentially starting a company and I was going to sell clothes online and that would be it. And uh, the hardest part would be building my website. But once I had that, the customers would just come and I just had to sit there and watch it. And then you learn really, really fast that that is the easiest part actually is just getting it live. And from there is when the real work starts. Um, there has been so many things thrown my way, good and bad. Um, so I think the biggest thing has been like, I always, you have to know every single part of your business. You can't just know the shopping part. You can't just know, you know, 
the behind the scenes, the marketing, like there are so many parts to a business to run and you have to become an expert at all of it. Um, so those are definitely like obstacles that have come in my way is having to learn things that I never thought like coding. I never in my life would think I would have to be learning just basic HTML code to design the site, to create this feature, to do this. And I was pulling all-nighters at one point to just learn that. I mean, it was crazy, um, as I still do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Other things, it's, you know, marketing is massive. I mean, you come in as a fashion company, but ultimately you're a marketing company. Um, And getting the word out, people understanding where you're coming from, why, like helping customers identify with you and why you started this whole thing and what makes you different and asking yourself every day those questions and then essentially when it, the company's yours it's it's a reflection of you so kind of separating yourself from the company is also important um, but you feel every good thing and bad thing is you failing or succeeding so kind of being able to step back and realize that it's okay you're going to fail a thousand times um, but you'll also succeed and not kind of taking it so personal you know mm-hmm. when those things happen. It's interesting the way you worded that. I haven't really thought about this before, but I don't think there's ever been a time when like my business was doing bad and I was thriving. Like it really does bring you down or lift you up and no matter how separate you are from something, if it's doing great, it helps elevate your mood, but if it's mm-hmm. doing bad, you can't really like I find myself just trying to escape it or like mm-hmm. go out with friends or just like kind of get my mind off it, but I'm not personally thriving when it's going down. And so being oh, yeah. that committed to, I think you have to be willing to do self-improvement and committed to your journey because with the ups and downs of business, no matter how much you have your shit together, it's going to bring you down with it when it goes down. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, it's crazy how much it could affect you. Just, I mean, on a daily basis, I am like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing ever. And I'm like, oh my God, what did I do? Like, why did I start this? And, you know, obviously at the end of the day, you are so happy you did, but being able to just like step back and be like, okay, it's okay. Like, it's going to be fine. So that's definitely been a tough thing. Yeah. It's def- it's not a middle ground journey. It's you have to get comfortable mm-hmm. with highs and lows. And even Extreme. talking <laughs> about the lows, also the highs, like when something great happens, it's being able to like continue to put your ego at the door and stay humble because it fades and it feels weird when like a great thing happens. And then a few days you're like, Oh, I'm, I want that feeling again. Like how do I chase it? So oh, finding yeah. those, the ways to go on that roller coaster and being okay, not having like in that middle ground. You rarely get that. Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely like an adrenaline rush when you succeed. And then, like you said, then you have to be able to, like the next day, you're probably going to do something crazy that probably will be a fail and that's okay. But um, I think the biggest thing I've learned is to always kind of check back in with me and ground myself um, throughout the highs and lows. Like I always just kind of ground me personally. And then that helps me ground me in business. And Mm -hmm. I think doing that and always checking back in is um something so essential to this whole thing (laughs) do you do anything to kind of track your process and how you're feeling um sometimes I'm not a big journaler honestly I do a lot of meditation um so that's kind of how I check in with myself is um through that I think it's just about finding something you know that speaks to you whether it be something like journaling or meditation or you know I like to also go to the beach it's kind of a place with the nature and to ground yourself um and kind of finding that one thing that speaks to you 
because, you know, meditation might not be for everyone or journaling is not for everyone. So I think there's so many things that can ground you. Um, but mine would definitely be like nature or uh, meditation. Yeah. I love just like going on a walk and just getting away yeah. from the screens, like either not bringing my phone with me or just it's dead <laughs> oh <my> sometimes. <laughs> yes. No shame. All the time. I hate that, but <laughs> it happens. And then it just like forces you to self reflect and say, without all everything around, like, where am I at? Am I okay? Yeah. No, I mean, definitely during, I would say, holiday season last year. It was our first holiday season that I was even marketing the company. Um, so it was definitely a wake-up call because I got so, so burnt out. I mean, it was crazy. Um, and I think since Black Friday last year, my phone has been permanently on Do Not Disturb <laughs> because you just realize that, you know what, people are going to call you, you're going to get emails. There's going to be things that are always pressing high priority, but you can't live your life just by people reaching out to you you need to be able to respond when you are ready to and kind of be able to you make those decisions and not having people control you or your business control you um so that's definitely something I had to learn because I was not very good at and still sometimes not very good at but it definitely helps the do not disturb that oh my gosh so true I used to just (laughs) if someone would email at like 2 a.m I'd respond and I just Mm -hmm. realized it didn't serve any good because I just like you're saying you weren't like ready to really respond and so I'm still not great at it, but in my ideal world, like what I picture doing is having proper office hours for myself for emails. Mm -hmm. And then when it's after time, like you just deal with it tomorrow and it's going to be, everything will be okay. Yeah, no, um, that definitely happens to me all the time. I'm just, because the more emails I get, the more I want to avoid them and I'm just pretend they're not there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Throw myself into something else with the business. But uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy because it's easier said than done, you know, being able to shut off. It actually takes, honestly a lot of work to be able to kind of step away from your email. Um, and you know, being an entrepreneur, I don't think you ever truly can shut off because it is your business in a sense, but trying to find the little things I think is important to be able to kind of take those moments and really be able to step away just even for a minute is so helpful, um, to clear your head. Because like you said, when it came down to it, I was working and just honestly at 120% and eventually you're going to burn out. You can't do that for so long. So you realize that if you just kind of take those little moments, even if it's not a lot of time, you won't burn out. You can continue on for the long haul. Mm -hmm. It's so true. Mm -hmm. Um, Now that we've talked about how to push through, have that grit, let's talk about some of the, your favorite things so far since you've started where Nyla, what has been some, um, some blessings you've experienced and some of your favorite things since starting the business. Money is all around us, and we think about it more than almost every other aspect of our lives. But how can we make more of it, and what's our drive for building wealth beyond just the numbers in our bank account? Join us on the Make More podcast as our host, Matt Heslin, brings to you a dynamic lineup of experts in the world of investing, business, health, and beyond. Together, they unpack the secrets to not just surviving, but thriving in today's economy. It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration. Yeah, um, it's been just amazing to see, I think, what the company started as and turned into. Um, I mean, even just as far as our message, um, it's been amazing to hear feedback from, 
you know, women and girls who've been shopping on our site. And essentially, the biggest part about this business was to provide, you know, amazing quality clothes at an affordable price point, um, but it also available to everyone. Because for me, it was, I've always heard like, oh, that's so cute, where'd you get it from? And be like, someone's hometown boutique I can never get to, or, you know, or it's a store where it's like, okay, I wash it once and I kind of never wear it again. So for us, you know, that was the main message, but then actually seeing it help these people find affordable clothes and they would come back to us and be like, wow, like, this was amazing. It's my favorite piece. I wear it all the time. And, you know, we were hearing this from different age groups and not just like one specific thing. Um, and then, you know, even just like reviews, we had one, I remember it's probably when one of the first reviews we got, but this girl um, wrote a re review about how she just, um, she bought something from our site and she just, you know, lost a bunch of weight and, you know, was feeling really good about herself and she bought something and she was able to go like a size down and the fit would just like flattered her everywhere and everyone was talking about how incredible the outfit looked on her and yeah she was just amazed with how she basically thanked us for how great she felt in her um her outfit and so I think seeing like an impact no matter what it is on people's lives um you start with like a smaller idea of what it's going to be but to actually see it come to life is really cool. Yeah, that's amazing, like, starting this brand and then mm -hmm. being able to put a face to it and, like, this is exactly how it helped me. And you're like, oh, yeah. wait, we're doing some really good things here. Let's keep going. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even seeing people, I know for myself, like, clothes make me feel good about myself. You know, if I feel like I have the right outfit on, you feel strong and confident. And to be able to see other people have that and be able to afford to do that um, is pretty amazing mm -hmm. this is so funny literally just this morning my husband I was feeling I just got back from Miami I'm feeling like a little icky he was gone for six days and I like set out this outfit and I got some new dresses this is one of them and he's why don't you just put on one of those new dresses what is it when you look good you feel good mm -hmm. when you right what is it Dion Sanders Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, why don't you just put on a dress and I'm sure it'll change your mood. Cause I was like feeling down. I had a lunch oh, yeah. meeting before this had some, just like some random things come up one of those off days. And then I put on this dress, don't even have makeup on. And I was like, Oh, and Always. it really does change your mode. And that's one of my favorite things of brands, especially that have that messaging and a founder behind it. That's excited about pushing that forward. You really, mm -hmm. you really feel that. And it really does help someone's everyday life and help them be the best version of themselves. Yeah, no, it's definitely been incredible because I just, it's somewhere I didn't expect the company to go, um, which is really cool. I mean, I think the best part is too, it's, you know, me as well as my team, we're all just young girls looking to shop. And so we are just like our customers. And so we are our customers. And I think that gives it like a really amazing difference and a different feel because um, it's just very relatable. It's like, I always get dressed and don't maybe not feel so great and then I put on a new outfit and so we have those same experiences as our customers and so it's great to be able to relate to them so much through that. You made it on the other side of your first holiday season. Um, I think a lot of people <laughs> go into holiday seasons not knowing what to expect. Yeah. What did that feel like getting on the other side of that and um, what are you doing to enhance your preparations this year? Um, yeah. I think when um, 
I flew home for the holidays uh, for Christmas. I think that was probably the greatest day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, getting on the other season, holiday season, I didn't know if it was going to happen. It was just it, nothing you expect. You can, I could not prepare for that, even if I tried. Even if people warned me of things, there is no way you could prepare for that. Um, and unfortunately, you learn the most lessons that way, so I'm kind of grateful that did happen because it's definitely proving to help me this year. And I'm sure this year I will have a whole other different problems, but I definitely feel a lot stronger and more prepared for it um, as far as everything like that. So uh, January, I mean, the first week of January was just crazy because you just honestly look at, like, the office and I was just like, whoa, we made it. Like, that's the first thing I said to the girls. I was like, I don't know how, but we did it. Um, and then the next day I was like, all right, let's brainstorm for next year. Mm -hmm. And so we went through and kind of wrote down everything that happened during holidays and any problem, good things, any bad things, things we liked about it, didn't like about it, and totally evaluated everything we did just to have it on paper. And it's helped so much now because we're planning for our next holiday season to kind of see, um, like, oh, this really worked, or, oh, we can improve this idea a little bit more and really be, be effective. Um, so I think as far as getting on the other side of it, it was amazing. And um, I'm so happy to never have to go through my first holiday season again. <laughs> but... And this year, you know, we already started planning for it. So things like our pre-Black Friday sale were incredible. We worked with amazing influencers. So definitely going to do all that kind of stuff again, um, as well as, you know, learning from what other companies did and trying to be creative to come up with all these new ideas. So it is a work in progress. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and just like you said, there will always be new challenges, but I think there's nothing like going through a first holiday season, no matter what kind of business you have. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's a really good idea to just reflect right away so you can, I mean, I've like, I think every year that's the only time I ever think about like, should I still be running my own businesses is during yeah. like crazy holiday times. You like, it's very challenging. So um, yeah, I feel like push through, you can get on the other side just like you did yes. and just keep implementing and growing. But I mean, it's a good sign if new challenges are coming up in a sense, because that means your business is growing. Yeah, so. no, I think, and I think it's important, like knowing, you know, when a business does go through their first holiday season or year or anything, like it will be fine. You're mm -hmm. going to be fine. Like just keep going, you know, and just knowing that like you will go to the other side maybe you know you will not know maybe how you're going to get there but you will get there um and then learning from it so you can improve upon it exactly is the best thing from there um so what is next for you and where nyla what are you most excited about that's coming up well i think there's so many exciting things i think the coolest thing is after you know our first full year where we were marketing and actually running this company um, it just felt like stronger, like, wow, there's just infinite possibilities. We can really go in any direction and realizing it's limitless in a sense. Um, I think seeing that, like when I started this company, it's a completely different company than it is today. It's just a very inspiring to me of where I could take it. Um, definitely growing, you know, our relationships with customers and making it a more personal experience. is definitely something I want to expand on. 
currently like customers are able to reach out through our Facebook group or even just DM us and stuff and you know talk about a style that they want or like I've been looking for you know a white dress for my bridal shower can you guys help me find one and so we're able because you know the brands we buy from we're able to go downtown that day or the day after and find them that dress and you know provide options for them so really growing upon that I think that personal touch and showing them that they're just as much of the buyers as we are and it's kind of just one unit like we're almost your personal shoppers in a way because you tell us what we want and we're going to provide it for you and we're going to listen to you and getting that um growing that side of it is definitely something we will be focusing on because i think too in this space where everything is digital having anything where it feels a human touch and like that premium experience you know that personal shopper stylist type of feeling i think that's like a really great way to stand out but it's also again getting back to empowering your customer where they feel like they're a part of the buying experience and you're co-creating things with them yeah no absolutely i think having them a part of the whole they're essentially our team i mean without them it's not a business so I've always wanted somewhere where I can tell them, oh, can you go find me this or do that? And, you know, but um, being able to create an environment like that for girls is cool. That's amazing. All right. So people that want to shop and check you guys out, can you give your plugins for that? Yes. Um, they can shop at wherenyla.com. We have an Instagram page too, um, which is at wherenyla and a Pinterest page, which is also at wherenyla and um, a Facebook page page and then I think the coolest part is our Facebook group uh, Facebook group which is called hashtag where you and that is where we um, let the girls tell us exactly what they're looking for um, post pictures of styling ideas and things like that thank you so much for taking the time to sit down and chat with us today I'm so excited to share your story yes thank you so much for having me I appreciate it